2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Crunch. My name is Ethan.
1: Peter, do you want to say hi? Mm-hmm.
2: Can you say something? No words. That's okay. If you're watching on YouTube, here's my son, Peter. If you're listening on the podcast, Peter's with me and you might hear him smack the microphone uh, here in just a second. But I wanted to hop on before the episode, just let you know we're in a, you're in for a great treat. It's a great episode. Patrick and I answer a ton of dating questions I think there's we talk about uh, cohabitation before marriage and how to stop doing the sin um, that you can't stop yourself from doing and how to deal with kind of the emotional ramifications of that. We talk about if someone in your family is marrying a Jewish guy, what to do about that. Um, And I think there's a few other questions like how do do you get a third date after you have a second date or how do you get a second date after a first date? Just some really, there's some good content in there that you're going to want to enjoy. So uh, welcome to the Dating Corner. Hope you stick around. Um, One thing that I do have to let you know is that around 15 minutes into the episode, my audio, for whatever reason, through this microphone, stops working. So you have my phone audio and Patrick's real microphone audio. So it kind of sucks. I'm sorry, but I'd rather put this episode out so you guys can listen to it rather than not upload anything at all. Or as the good people on Instagram at The Crunchcast said that I should re-record a whole episode by myself, I have not had time to do that this week. So we're just going to post it. And, uh, I hope you forgive us. And if you want to continue to support the podcast, one of the best things that you can do is leave us a review on Apple podcasts that really lets pe- the algorithm know that more people are listening, more people are liking it, more people want to see it suggests on their feeds, go on to Apple podcasts, leave us a five-star review or on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, um, that would really, really, uh, help us out if you followed and, uh, left a review. So without further ado, let's get into Dr. Ethan's dating corner.
3: I got two. I was talking to, I was at a BNI meeting today and I was like, dude, I got two theology degrees. I can't do it. I got them for free. So, like, I'm not in debt, but like, I did only get two theology degrees. So, it's not like I'm going to be building any submersibles anytime soon, you know? Or maybe I am. Apparently, that's the threshold now. You never know. Two submersible episodes in one week. No, we're not doing it. That's the content
2: that people want. I don't think anybody wants more to more submersibles.
3: Oh, do you think if we do that, our podcast is going to go under? (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm gonna do the rest of the podcast like this and oh you got a haircut that patrick says you got a haircut and i think <laughs> it's better this way i didn't even because notice now, because now i don't have to hear him say stuff like that
3: he <laughs> <I laughs> took off his headphones you can't <laughs> i didn't notice you got a haircut until you took your headphones off <laughs> oh
2: thanks my wife didn't know <laughs> no, i didn't say i liked like... it <laughs> oh. Oh, I, just, I know it hurts i'm sorry i You came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby.
3: <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, the only clinic that helps you get what you really need—not—not a—not a kidney transplant, not uh, planters wart removals a wife i'm your host nurse patrick
2: and i am dr ethan can i tell you about my last experience with a doctor like a real, sure. like a real doctor <laughs> which i am i was in the eye doctor so i went to the <laughs> well, i was
3: about to say icu i don't no,
2: know no 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 i went to the optometrist because i've been wearing my contacts for like 2 months and i switched insurance and i need a new prescription to get new contacts
3: you're only oh, supposed to wear them that's
2: for 2 not... weeks Anyway, oh. I might have macular degeneration. It's not a big deal. I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that. I, it, just, oh, okay. it just my eyes are itchy now. So I, oh, You're not going blind? No, I'm not going blind. I don't know what that is. I just saw it on a form that I had to fill out very close to my face because they made me take up my contacts before they gave me the form. And then they wouldn't let me put them back in. So I had to... <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was insane. Great. But everybody was so uh, curt at the eye doctor... Um, and this guy came in, I always feel weird about addressing eye doctors as doctors, not because I don't think that they're real doctors, but like they never like touch you, you know, like they, when you go in for people who don't have eye problems, don't know about this, but you go, you sit in, in the eye doctor and (laughs) then they just kind of like shine lights in your eyes and they make you read. And then they say, yeah, this is, and then they put funny glasses on you and then you just have to tell them what looks good and what doesn't look good. And then they say, yeah, and like, and you, like you have
3: two seconds too. You don't, they don't even give yeah. you much time.
2: Yeah. One or two. Two or four. About the same. It's, that's what they do over and over again. And then they, they sign a little form. And they say, yep, you're good to check out with the lady. And so it's like, yeah, I, I'm going to call you Matthew because I don't think you're Dr. Matt. I don't think that you are like, I'm sure that you can do LASIK surgery, but you don't do it for me. So. Uh-huh.
3: Any anybody yeah. anybody who goes by doctor first name should not be trusted. Present <laughs> company excluded. <laughs> Thank
2: you. You're welcome. And God bless.
3: Psychiatrists do this. Mm-hmm. Doctor Jordan. You can, me, you can call me. You can call me. You call me Doctor Beth. Like I'm not going to do that, it's, Beth.
2: It's weird to to, <laughs> to take the route into like not being not using formalities. You know, it's like oh, we're, yeah. we're familiar with each other, we're comfortable, but I need you to call me doctor first name, like. Yeah. Just call me Beth.
3: The anyway. The biggest flex that I do in my job is when I call doctors' offices and I know the doctor's name, I just ask for them by their first name and Ooh. it just flusters the office manager. They just Ooh. send it me through. <laughs> Ooh. Can I speak hey, can to, I talk Simon? to Kevin, please? Yeah. That's huge. You mean you mean Dr. Biles? No. No.
2: This is Dr. Simon Biles. Simon by the Biles? Way. <laughs> Simone Biles' <Yeah>. dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is randomly a doctor in Florida. Yeah, anyway, I don't like going to the doctor. I don't like going to appointments. I don't like filling out forms. Uh, they make you fill out a form. A lot of forms and then they're like, like trying look, to pressure Instagram me, probably get, knows. They're trying to pressure to get my eyes dilated. They're like we need to measure the back of your eye. I said no, you don't. Like you don't. There's nothing back there worth seeing, literally, because if there was, we'd be able to see back there. So yeah. you don't you'd you able actually just, don't like, you'd need be able to just- yeah, it was, if we
3: needed to see back there, you'd be able to just yeah. the eye right out and look right. back there. You know, Like
2: in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. where so, they pop the guy's eye out. It they was say, a mess. Let's, at, let's take a look back there. Ah, put a good balloon. That's what we do with the eye what of a do sailor. Do we do with the drunkards? Okay. <laughs> we pop his little eye out. Now that we've convinced everyone that we know what the hell we're talking about, I, th- yeah. <laughs> I think we should do some dating questions. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Dr. Ethan. So we got some from Instagram, uh, but we also have some yeah. leftovers from our extravaganza a couple of weeks ago. So, some
3: reheated leftovers. Let's do the Instagram ones first because they're the most poignant.
2: Yeah. I'm going to share them Friage with you. Time. I'm going to share them yeah. with you, but Ryan, when you put them on the screen, make sure you hide their identities because we wouldn't want anyone to sue us. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's see. This one's a, this one, these are, these might be pretty quick. Uh, I love this. How have you each adjusted to date nights with new babies?
3: That's a great question. Uh, there's none. Yeah. We just don't have them. We just don't have them. Come on. Yeah. It's
2: I, if I'm sure there are people out there that are able to find the time or the support to have date nights every week with young children. Um, and I know it's possible and some people say like, you have to do it. You don't have, you don't have to do it. Like, we spend enough time together. <laughs> it it is more stressful to my wife to like leave the baby and go somewhere than it is to just spend time together at the house after the baby goes down. Because we don't do bottles and so it's really impossible oh, yeah. to like leave for longer than an hour and a half or two hours anyway. So Leo
3: might do yeah. a bottle now. He does a sippy cup now. Ooh. We have a full on toddler, so you he's do. right. You, yeah.
2: you can start feeding him Coca Cola at this point.
3: He's, he's fine. Just dip his teeth in it, you know? Yes. Soak. <laughs> Soak his teeth in Coca Cola. They'll he'll lose them faster, which is yeah. good. I think it's you strange. ever seen an X ray of a kid's skull?
2: It's crazy. I uh I haven't. I don't go to those websites. They got
3: all the teeth. They got all the teeth.
2: Yeah, they're just up in there.
3: They're all both sets. Yeah, it's just up. ready to go. It's
2: wild. Yeah, I don't think you need to have a date night every week. Or even every month. I think every couple is different and some couples need or want to make time for that. I would like that. I would like that too. Don't get me wrong. But also like (laughs) when we go out for dates, we spend more money. Uh, And I don't know. I kind of like just watching Ted Lasso with my wife on the couch. And she also enjoys that. So just kind of do what makes sense for you. Don't try to do anything that people on Instagram tell you to do. Except for us because we're right. Um, so that one was a short one. It's pretty easy. Let's see. This one might be a bit more complicated. Should you pursue a relationship when you haven't quote unquote made it example, financial stability?
3: Yeah. What What do do you think think about this one, Patrick? I, it's difficult because Mm. like there's, there's two sides of it, right? Where it's Mm. like
2: two sides of the coin.
3: If you're a single man, Money. you are going to feel like you have made it before you have, if that makes sense. That does like, not make sense. It's it's easier to feel financially secure when you're just a guy sure. who has
2: to care for himself. Right. And you can just kind of you know? eat trash and, like, not buy curtains, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what expensive curtains are? Dude, also, do you know different. how many windows there are in a new house that require curtains? <laughs> they're <laughs> crazy. There's a lot.
3: <laughs> Just remember, be- baby's bedroom first, your bedroom
2: second. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thankfully, the our bedroom is the baby's bedroom right now, so it's it's a. Two-fer. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. It's a twofer.
3: Uh, but yeah, it's 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 difficult to say because, like, I mean, and the other, the other side of it is some. I mean, I know that I would not have been motivated to make to shoot for the amount of money that I'm making right now without being married and having a baby. Mm. I don't think I had enough when I was single. I don't think I had enough of that Sigma grind set Mm. in my head to make enough money. I just did the things that were fun. You know, I did youth ministry and I did talks for way too cheap. And I did a podcast and I didn't really care if we made money off Patreon because you know, it was all gravy, you know, it was like I was living in a rectory for $200 a month before that I was living in a house for $400 a month. You know, it was like, there was really no motivator because I was comfortable More people are motivated by pain and fear of loss than by gain. And so like, if you told me, Hey, if you grind for like, if you work like 60 hour weeks, you or 80 hour weeks, you could make a million dollars. I'd probably be like, I don't want that. So whatever. Um, but now i'm be like man i kind of wish i had so like regardless it's you're going to feel like all right let me put it like this mm. it's likely that you're going to feel like i could have done more when i was single once you have a, ma- a wife and a child so like if you're if you find a woman that you like don't keep her waiting <laughs> like her settle down and get married and then it'll work out because god doesn't want you to be happy and safe and secure you know Mm. um so yeah pursue a relationship when you haven't made it absolutely uh pursue marriage when you haven't made it different question but still probably if it's in front of you i don't see why
2: yeah uh i think i don't know think about the holy family pursued by the authorities uh poor giving birth in shacks uh
3: a singular shack they shack. gave one birth yeah, and just one shack. birth and
2: one shack there's not multiple shacks involved um fleeing to egypt or multiple births take that Prots. fleeing to egypt trying to find work like it worked out for jesus i'm not saying that you should use that as your model of like oh i'm gonna do this <laughs> you know this is the way to go uh, yeah obviously you like need money for stuff um but at the end of the day i think if you know it's one thing if you don't know what your vocation is. If you're dating someone and you're not sure if you're going to marry them or not, then don't worry about it. But if you know that you're going to marry someone, there are like very few financial situations to me that warrant procrastinating your vocation. Because the vocation is what's going to make you holy and God is going to provide for you to be holy. Like he's not going to... You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So I... Prudence always in everything, but I think most people lean on the side of, oh, I need to wait longer and I need to save up more. When in reality, they're just kind of putting it off because they. It's easier. It's easier to be single. Not single. It's easier to be dating than it is to be married. So, yeah. I don't know. Just get married if you're dating someone. Like, you, yes, pursue a relationship. This isn't even a relationship. We're not even talking about marriage. The question was, should you pursue a relationship? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. how much money you have when you're dating someone.
3: You can date someone when you're living at your parents' house. It's actually, no actually cares.
2: People don't know this, but if you think about it, it's free to be in a relationship. Because all you have to do is say, will you be in a relationship with me? And then they say Yes. And then it's Do
3: you want to form an alliance with me? Right.
2: There's actually no money exchange. Like you don't have to go out on dates at restaurants or like buy movie tickets or like you don't have to do any jewelry of that stuff. Or, right. yeah. It's actually free and people don't know that. So maybe if the woman has expectations of you spending money on her Maybe? The, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just communicate. Just communicate. Just say, Hey, I'm working this job right now. This is how much I'm making. I still would like to be in a relationship with you, but it's yeah. going to look like this instead of like this. Oh, is that yeah. okay with another you?
3: Another good piece of advice. Another good piece of advice that I received recently uh, was that uh, it's impossible to make it in your twenties if you have a job where you think I'm going to be making this income forever. No, you're not. Yeah. Um, don't try to get a six-figure job when you're 20, because uh, if you're making six figures, that means you're making someone else six figures plus you know so like you don't have any skills that can make people six figures plus yet so like get a job that is going to teach you how to make those dollar amounts later does that make sense if anybody would
2: like to pay me six figures for not having any skills you can email me at ethan at the (laughs) (laughs) country it's you know it's
3: the i'm gonna go to college and i'm gonna study tech and i'm gonna get a crazy job in software out of college that's that's possible but for the large majority of people you don't yet have the career capital Mm -hmm. like the the job market value to exchange your skills for six figures and in the next 10 years you're going to need six figures to raise a family so probably uh work your way up
2: yeah you want to keep crushing. These, motivated, yeah you want to keep crushing these Instagram questions? I think they're, they're kind of nice. they're like bite-sized you know I kinda like, sure
3: yeah that, that question just hit home more for me because I'm sure. in the midst of a career change trying right. to provide for my family all that stuff yeah
2: yes <laughs> I understand I think that's okay. I too am in the midst of a career change, but it's a salaried position, and so I'm not as stressed about it as you are
3: <laughs> Oh yeah
2: we'll get there uh, how about this I'm converting to Catholicism. And my fiance and I live together. How to stop doing the sin? It's so bad.
3: Uh, move out. Move, right? Just move. Hold on. Move. Move out.
2: Hold on. Let's check. Let's check the tape real quick. Yeah, it says here, move out. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just looking at the. Um, I'm looking at the tape. <laughs> and uh, all the evidence points to don't live together.
3: How do I stop? Look. Listen, I don't know if you understand this, but the, uh, the fact that you and your fiance sexually desire each other is, uh, makes sense because yeah. you have said you want to get married. Some, some would say um, it's even a good thing. I would say either move out or get married sooner. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause like, yeah, you love each other. Duh. Right. You know, obviously it's going to happen. Um. Also, stop thinking about it so much because you're like, we really got to stop doing that. Now you're thinking about doing that, so mm-hmm. now you want to do that. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, yeah. You're in the hardest part, as Ethan likes to say. You're in the you're in the hardest spot because you have the most amount of commitment and the least amount of grace. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I also think maybe just change your mindset. How how do I stop doing that 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 sin? It's so bad. If you've convinced yourself that you're just mired in the worst sin possible, then it's going to be almost yeah. impossible to get you to get yourself out of there because you've already convinced... Like, you're telling yourself the narrative every single day. Oh, I keep falling into the worst sin that I could be doing. I keep doing the terrible sin that is awful. And you're so focused on that one thing of fornicating, which, yeah, is bad. You shouldn't do it. But it's, it's probably hindering your ability to think clearly about your life and your other situations because you've convinced yourself that you're just doing this bad thing over and over and over again. Um, and in reality... You need to go to God and you need to ask for mercy, but then you just need to be like grateful that you are where you are. It's like, okay, I'm here and I love my fiance and I'm grateful for that. You know, like you got to find something to be like to have gratitude for because otherwise you're just going to be in this like really weird spiritual place where everything about your engagement, everything about your marriage is going to be in light of this bad thing. Yeah, when in reality, of like yeah it should be in light of like gratitude and grace and all of that stuff. So yeah, it, yeah it's it happens. gonna be hard
3: for you guys. Can I just say, it's you're not yeah. the first person
2: that this has happened to. You, are, this is not <laughs> you're you're not scandalizing anybody by saying like, oh, I'm I'm having sex with my fiance before marriage. Okay, get in line. Like <laughs> everybody has done this,
3: you know. Stop hanging out at night. Right. Like there are there are things stop that you, drinking together. There's things you can do. That there's are things simple. that you know that
2: you can do that will avert this. First and foremost, stop living together. But I don't know. It's just kind of up to you. Like, is it is it important enough to stop? To you? I think mean, just be honest with yourself. If it's not important enough to stop, then just acknowledge that. You probably don't. If you're writing into a Catholic comedy podcast, you probably don't want to keep doing it. So. Yeah. But you need to tell yourself, like, this is important enough to me to sacrifice for. Uh, and, and and then that's like an opportunity for gratitude. It's like, I'm grateful yeah. that God has given me the desire to not want to do this. So it's just like, you got to start shifting your mental state instead of just being, I'm so bad, I'm such a sinner. I'm so bad, I'm such a sinner too. Like, thank you, God, for giving me enough to at least not want to do this. And then if you're coming from that place, it's so much easier to make progress than coming yeah. from... We're the
3: worst. Marriage, marriage, as the Bible says, is a remedy for concupiscence. Mm. Marriage is a sacrament that heals you. Uh, and just what you're doing is you're racking up a ton of woundedness <laughs> that you're going to have to work through as a couple. Of The hurdle that you're going to have to get over is, oh, now you see your fiancé's body as a place of evil and sin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you should, like, make sure you stop doing that right. so that you guys have... F- it's not about, like... Oh no! I keep doing this sin, and God is going to punish me. This is just bad for me. Right. It's like eating, this is not what like God wants eating, for me. it's, yeah, not it's like, like eating too much batteries. It's like eating too many batteries. God's not Don't looking you at being like,
2: oh, I can't. What? What are they doing? I can't believe this. It's like God... in
3: all my years of God, I can't believe. <laughs>
2: all my years of God is so funny (laughs) (laughs) oh I've never seen this before like you're not coming up with any new moves you're not coming up with any new (laughs) there's no new content here for God yeah so he's not God's seen it all he's seen it all so he's not looking at you with disgust or like with wrath he's looking at you and saying hey that's not what I want for you I love you uh and like you know that so respond to that instead of responding to this image of god that you have in your head which is probably the voice of your dad saying i can't believe you're doing this yeah. so like get rid <laughs> of that voice because that's not actually god's voice and listen to god's voice which is saying i love you i want the best for you that's what god is saying so Move to the
3: friend for a hot minute no it's moving, not gonna, it's not gonna break your relationship before me and
2: emma got married she slept on the floor of a closet uh, nice yeah because it was like two weeks out before the wedding i went up to a random woman in my parish and said after daily mass and said hey i'm two weeks out from getting married my fiance is sleeping on the floor of a closet i need her to move into the house that i'm living in now so that she's no longer sleeping on the floor of a closet can i move in with you and she said yes <laughs> so <laughs> find an old that's woman awesome that you can move in with and just ask them they love that stuff they're all about it's hunky dory it. I just hunky dory. She'll help you. She'll give you a HelloFresh meal every week to eat uh, if nice. you want. At least that's what happened to me. Um, man, that's, that's good. Recording, baby. We are so. Uh, of course, we're still recording. What's wrong? Why do Why did you say that?
3: I'm just checking the camera.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. This is a classic. How the heck do you find devout Catholics in real life?
3: Go to mass.
2: Yeah, where are the places that devout
3: Catholics hang out? Catholic Match, this podcast, Discord. Discord, it's on Discord. Go to a move into the town next to a Catholic college. So move to Atchison, Kansas or, or Steubenville, Ohio. Um, particularly if you're a woman. Um, a bunch of Catholic men are moving to Steubenville, and very few Catholic women are. So if you're a Catholic woman looking for a Catholic man who might have some strange ideas about liberalism, uh, go to Steubenville, Ohio, because that's where they're all moving. They're, I didn't know, so, I know what you were going to say
2: at the end of that. I, thought, I really thought you were going <laughs> to say who might have some strange ideas about the Jews, but I'm glad that you did not say that, because I don't think that Mark, that's true. That's a, it's a mischaracterization not not of these men.
3: It's not completely true. It's completely Mark, true. Mark Barnes wrote uh, an editorial, like a, an editor's letter at the beginning of one of the New Polity articles, uh-huh. where he said... Uh, yeah, thanks to all the responses from our podcast. Now that our podcast is out, everybody's moving to Steubenville, Ohio, um, except no, only men are. So if you know any good Catholic women. And yeah. then he called out one of the girls who works at New Polity, Maria, who's mm-hmm. becoming a, a nun. And she's like, there's no Catholic women here except for Maria Brandel, who is no help at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. And then Maria wrote an article on, called On Being Useless mm-hmm. about women religious. And it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I think you've got to go to places where devout Catholics are, um, and that's—I mean, if you don't know where they are, they're in your parishes, they're in young adult groups, they're involved in, you know, things like missionary groups, they're involved in ministry, they're involved in—they're uh, typically not hmm, easy to find, and not because— They're hiding. It's just because there's not that many of them. And so I think an easy thing to do is search on Facebook. Usually there's like a a Facebook group, like the name of your city, name of your city, Catholic young adult group. And then probably what you need to do, if that doesn't work, is go to whoever your like youth and young adult coordinator is in your diocese and just say hi.
3: Diocese, not parish. In your diocese, Diocese. not your parish.
2: Diocese guy knows everybody. Diocese guy knows everybody. Say, hey – I'm this kind of person, and I'm looking for these kinds of people. Where should I go? 99 times out of we'll 100. St. Barbara's or something. 99 times out of the 100, the person who works as your youth and young adult coordinator will know exactly where to send you. So if you're really just struggling, you can't find anybody, he might try to recruit you for his volunteer group. Don't let him.
3: Resist it. Resist That's that. not going to help. That's
2: not going to help you. That will help him, but not you. <laughs> so uh, I'm nothing against assets and employees, but y'all are just – thirsty for volunteers um nobody has
3: look your job is to answer emails all right accept it you're not in the field anymore you've retired you're pushing pencils it's fine so climb the ladder baby
2: that's what i would say
3: um get that six figure salary
2: nobody's making six figs working in a diocese except the uh
3: Uh, incorrect except the that uh, is you know the five hr directors
2: man i have some questions about your diocese if you have five hr directors uh, the Five last... HR
3: directors, and not a single one of them can find a director of youth ministry for the diocese. Not a single one of them. <laughs> hmm,
2: really makes you wonder. Uh, last two questions here from the Grammy should be pretty quick. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Let's say yep. the first date goes well. How did you slash how should you ask the girl out for a second one?
3: Next message. Just kidding. Um, Just call her. Snapchat. Call yeah, her. just call Everything
2: her. It's, it's, they had a great time. Really, hey, I really enjoyed spending time with you on our first date. Would you like to go on another one? I always do this at the end of the first date if it went well. I don't do this now, obviously, because I'm married but i will i
3: say this to my wife hey i really enjoyed our uh, our really enjoyed first our date Our 432nd
2: <laughs> date that we did it went on um at the end of the date you say hey I really, 500th, enjoy, I, get it. I really enjoyed spending time with you would you be interested in going out again and then if she says yes okay you've already asked her out so you just have to make the plan if she says no okay then you know and then if she yes. says let me think about it then you say okay when would be a good time for me to call you
3: Everybody's in sales, baby. Everyone's in sales.
2: Always be closing, baby. Uh, No, you
3: give her two options. Would you like me to call you on Saturday or on Friday? Ooh, that's good. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, just call her. You're overthinking it. The last one from Instagram is, you live in Kansas City, and she lives in Colorado. So how do you compromise?
3: Oh, she doesn't. Oh. Oh, yes. I think this is- uh, Move to Colorado, obviously. Move to Colorado. no compromise. Why would you move to Kansas City? What's in Kansas City? Relax. Sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> melbourne florida looking ass over there
3: are you kidding me I us news voted one of the best cities in the world in the country to live in 2023
2: that's true one of the best yeah one of the top 50 cities okay that's
3: a that's not a lot of cities um i I just alienated a ton of our listeners because a ton of our listeners are from kansas city <laughs> yeah
2: exactly uh if you think patrick's wrong about kansas city post in our discord um Anyway.
3: The Maryland flag.
2: I don't think we can answer this because we don't have enough information. You have to communicate and say what you want and then listen to what she wants and then decide based on what the two of you want. Someone's going to have to sacrifice. It should probably be you because you're the man. Um, But if it makes more sense. Whose parents are the craziest? Whose parents are the craziest? Who has more marketable skills? Because that person should probably move because it would be easier for them to get a job. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, anyway. Let's see. Cool. Time we got we got we got time for like some of these longer dating questions. So we got through all those on Instagram. If you, I, I don't think I'm going to start asking on Instagram because we get these nice little bite sized nuggets. Uh, yeah. Are, now
3: that we have actual people following us on
2: Instagram, mm-hmm. the only the only problem is is I don't know how to how to let these people know that we answered their question. I guess I can DM them. Gosh, <laughs> so much work. Um. There we go. Patrick,
3: do you want to read this one? I read all the other ones. I want you to sure. read one. Caught in a Net
2: of Love. I wrote the title for this
3: one. I love it. I'm new to the Discord. Might be a bit late to the extravaganza. That's okay. So bit, are we. A little bit late. But how do we get over constantly thinking about someone? Ooh. Obvious answer. I love when they answer the question, uh, would be to ask them out. Yeah. But by the time I decided to do so and got the guts, she went home and then joined NET. Ooh. The National Evangelization Team is a place as a group that goes all over the country and also you are on a dating fast you can't date so lol sorry i guess if it's a bad time then it's a bad time but but do the feelings go away and i just wait out until the next person comes by this is my first time discerning a relationship since becoming a practicing catholic mm. i fear that this constant thinking about her is unhealthy and is very distracting in my prayer well caught in net of love dr ethan is here to help yeah
2: let's just get one thing straight right now Okay. Listen, you listen to me. If this guy was in front of me, I'd grab him by the lapel right now, <laughs> and I would pull him close to me. I whisper in his ear, and I would, and then I would start yelling. I would do the thing where you start talking quietly and you start yelling in someone's ear. Oh, jeez. And I would oh, say, yeah. you're not discerning a relationship. You're not discerning any. There's not. There's not. You're not. There's nothing to discern here. Huh. So you're not. You liked her. You didn't ask her out. She's going away on mission. She's on a dating fast. She has no idea that you have feelings for her. There's, there's nothing to discern. You're not... You, you had nothing the opportunity done. to ask her out. And then maybe you'd be in a relationship and you could discern what to do. But you're not in a relationship. There's nothing to discern because you didn't take any action. <laughs> you're thinking about something that doesn't exist.
3: On a net of love, welcome to the church. Uh, You're experiencing a hurdle that very few Catholic men ever get over. And it's that you can't discern your way to a relationship. Right. Like you... You can't pray things, uh, you know. It's... it's,
2: it's, I'm not, I don't mean to harp on you. You've done. You're, you're a great guy. I'm proud of you. I love you. Okay, come here close. He's, he's also new. Jesus. He
3: doesn't. He's, this is the first time he's done. This, uh, this is your first time. I understand. So you. this means that, this means the habit's not ingrained. We can save him. Okay. Okay. You, Do you remember when you were not Catholic and you thought a girl was pretty and you asked her out and then like Taylor Marshall or someone told you that was actually bad and you should be courting? They were lying to you. They yeah. were trying to sell you something. Yeah. They were trying to make five hundred thousand dollars a year. Listen to me. I'm trying to make five hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, <laughs> i clearly have your best interest at heart just ask her out next time next time if you're still thinking about her dude give her a text be like hey when are you back in town i'd love to take you out to coffee or call her uh if she's like oh, i'm on a dating fast i can't really like, that's okay i'll wait right like we can go out after how long's your dating fast right. also like it doesn't have to be a date we can just hang out as friends dating fast also aren't a real thing i don't care um <laughs> right. Once you're once you're once you're far past the time of your life where people suggest you go on dating fast, you realize that's just kind of silly.
2: Yeah, it just doesn't make <laughs> much sense. Um you cannot there is no My
3: my female friends who have gone on dating fast in the past that listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. I
2: don't they, mean to. They'll be fine. <laughs> um they need to know that what they did was wrong. Um <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm excited for the discord after this drops. (laughs) There is no
2: way, there's no way to think yourself into a relationship. And this is a very easy, like people, when you convert to Catholicism, there's so much new information and it's very easy to just think about stuff all the time. And so this is when you get people, they're really into all the devotions and they're really into all the feast days and they're really into all the saints and they're really into all the... It's like okay, at a, after a certain point, that all wears off because you stop like thinking about it all the time because it just becomes your life, you know. Like I don't freak out over every feast day, but when there's a solemnity, I have a piece of cake, okay? And it's but it's not like a big deal, you know. Like I don't lose my freaking mind nice. because it's just yeah. like this is the this is what I do, you know, in my life. And yeah. so you are in this place where everything's new, and you've got all this grace, and you don't know what to do with it. You, you, stop! Stop discerning things. There's nothing. Start to doing. You have nothing to discern. You're a single guy. You have nothing to discern. Truly, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this is. It's, and it's not that discernment is bad, but um, you don't like. Very it's it's clear, easier you just converted. You do, you don't know what you're doing. So just like mo- just do what is normal for a man of your age to do. Go out on dates with women uh, go to school, get a job, just like, just be a guy, just live, be a guy. Yeah. And then when it comes to a point where you have to make a choice between one thing or another, then you can start to discern and you can pray, which is different than thinking. You can pray and ask God for what to do and you can listen. But right now you have no, there's no choice between two options. So you can't discern anything because the option is either you're not dating her or you're not dating her. You see what I mean? So,
3: yeah. yeah. When you're single or you're discerning the priesthood, it's really easy to, it's really tempting to use your prayer time as a time to worry about the thing that you really want to happen. Yeah. Instead of praying, you're just sitting there thinking about it and daydream about how cool it would be. Mm-hmm. And that's not really discerning. God, it's easier to steer a moving car. So, like, you got to move towards a thing and God will steer you away from it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to move you in the complete opposite direction because that would flip the car over. He's going to. St- slowly turn you as you're going and all of a sudden you're going to be going in the complete opposite direction you're going to be like wow i didn't think i was going to end up in pittsburgh i didn't think i was going to end up in seminary you know it's like but you're going to get there and then you're going to find your you know you're, you're like oh my gosh i'm where i need to be like that's how god that's how god moves you it's, it's it's little promptings that lead to big changes so don't uh welcome to the church welcome to the spiritual life uh it's wild ride but it's a lot easier than you'd think it's just pray. Mm-hmm confess your sins and eat God. Yes. We'll be okay. You'll be Those fine. are the things. Yeah. And this
2: is the key to like, stop constantly thinking about her too. If you just like live your life, then you won't think about her as much anymore because you'll be thinking about your job and you'll be thinking about your friends. And yeah. like right now you have all of your hopes pinned on this one thing of, Oh, we would be perfect together because she's a missionary and I'm Catholic. And I want to marry someone who's holy it's not real so until it becomes real you can't pin all your hopes on it yep wonderful uh let's see here i broke up with my boyfriend two months ago i'm sorry Uh to hear that we dated for a year long distance nothing really bad happened but between distance and a few other things i realized it was best to break up he didn't take it well but it was a decision i had and continue to have peace about great I don't want to read the rest of it. It's like, okay, nice. (laughs) I haven't seen him since, but we'll see him for the first time in August when we will both be at an event for two weeks. Do I reach out to him before? Try to break the silence? Wait till we are in person? I'd love to catch up with him if he wants to, but is the ball in his court? What to do? Oof.
3: He thinks that if you reach out, is he going to think that there's a a possibility of getting back together? Because if so, don't. Unless there is. Unless there is. The ball is definitely in your court. <laughs>
2: yeah. I uh, oh gosh. I don't think women this is one example of the other day I was reading a bottle of wine. It was really funny. <laughs> and it said it just made me think of this. It what do you forget
3: your phone in the bathroom? and go, the bathroom. there's a bottle of wine
2: in the bathroom. You know it has like the Surgeon General's warning on it? And it yeah. says according to the Surgeon General, comma, women and I just thought that was really funny. That like the Surgeon General just like has something to say about women, and it's on the back of this wine bottle. It's the thing about not drinking during pregnancy, but it's like, what if it says something like women shouldn't be able to vote? Like I was just imagining. According to the Surgeon General, the surgeon that guy's crazy. Warning is just his own personal political opinions on the back of the wine bottle. Anyway, not important. The, this is something that I think about women a lot: is that they don't realize the power that they hold. And so this guy, if you broke up with him, he's sad. He's out. He's, he's down for the count. He's down for the count. He's in a bad way. If you reach out to him and say, "Hey, I'm really excited to see you at this event," he he, do, he will not know how to handle that. He will emotionally. It's water in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he will latch onto you like a like a hummingbird onto some sweet nectar in a little flower, and he will suck the nectar out of the flower. And then you, the flower, will die. <laughs> and we <laughs> don't want that. Uh, I think if you tell him that you're excited to see him or you try to break the silence or if you even, like, try to catch up at the actual event in a way that's any deeper than, like, hey, how's it going? How's your flight? You know, good to see you. You know, how are things? You know, great. Okay, cool. Like, you don't need to go deep with this person in any Unless way. Unless
3: you want to date him again. Unless you want case, to date him just again. do it.
2: Because if you do do this, he will think that you want to date him.
3: And you got to make it like super clear too. But the ball is super in your court. Yeah. Like you got to tell him because the other side of it is if she reaches out, he'll be like, oh my gosh, she might want to get back together. But he also might be one of those guys be like, nah, she would never want to date a scumbag like me again. You know, it's like, yeah, if it was two months ago, he's definitely not over it. (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah. especially if he didn't want to break up with you, that's like that sucks. Yeah, know? this could be
2: it could take years for him to get over this. I don't know how close you guys were. I mean if you dated for a year, you know, he's probably still pretty yeah. attached. So
3: And two months is a long time for it to sink in, you know.
2: Yeah. I would say don't don't reach out, don't initiate contact. Like I just would avoid it. Um and you're not being mean, you're not being rude, you're actually helping him out quite yeah. a bit. Um, if he reaches out to you don't be alarmed this is not an emergency be kind but do not
3: do not engage do, well
2: don't en- you can engage you can't yeah you have to you have to treat him completely differently now not because there's anything wrong with him but like you can't share things in the same way that you shared them before you can't yes. you can't use emojis in your texts like you, no, please you don't. have to be he will, dry. He will
3: attach meaning. <laughs> yeah
2: and you just don't want to give him anything that would make him think that you want to get back together at all so just be cautious that's all yes. proceed with yes. caution generally is what i would say i agree um, what are we at here all right we got time for one more
3: okay ah i'll read it
2: cowboy question
3: cowboy question howdy y'all that's why you call it a cowboy here's a question for dr ethan yeah hello dr ethan and nurse nevy i am a woman in my mid 20s <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> yeah job. i think she did that on purpose yeah. that's <laughs> um really funny. knowing who knowing who this is i am a woman in my mid-20s you can do nothing wrong i'm yeah. really interested in going out with my guy friend we've been friends for six years share many of the same interests about a year ago, I communicated to him that I was interested in Oh, we already did this one. Him.
2: Oh, really? Demanding work schedule. He runs his own business. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. The other one is just really long. Um, okay,
3: let's see if I can shorten it. Yeah. The Jewish question. Ethan. <laughs> what, is... what? Ethan. What did I do? <laughs> that's a dog whistle. You did a dog whistle on the podcast. <laughs> Me too, but it is, a, it is a Jewish
2: question. So you can't.
3: It is. But it's not the Jewish question. <laughs> not that there is a I,
2: Jewish question. <laughs> I didn't mean it like anything other than just why this. are there so many Jewish
3: podcasters? <laughs> uh,
2: I was at a festival. I was at a
3: parish festival, uh, and I was I was like, I was walking by one of our priests talking to a parishioner, uh-huh. and <laughs> I just I walked by just in time to hear the parishioner say, and you know you just gotta wonder like why are there so many of them in media and like high business? <laughs> and I was like, why oh, is this so happening? Funny. <laughs> like, anyway, my sister got engaged to her boyfriend of two years. I wish I could be happy for her. I'm feeling confused and worried. Her fiance is nice. I struggle to find, Oh no, we did this one already too. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. She's, she's usually, I'm she doesn't sure act like do her usual my family and my best friend who's like a sister to us, notice that my actual sister doesn't act like her usual fun silly self when she's around her boyfriend she's quiet falls in the line is more reserved uh, he's Jewish they insist that they raise any other future children Jewish even though he doesn't practice religion anymore my sister has compromised and agreed to this like I mentioned earlier I'm having a hard time feeling happy for her because it seems like my sister has given more than he has in the mm. relationship and I worry and it makes me worry for their future marriage as her older sister I voiced my concerns you just switched
2: sorry I, I switched t- back I'm sorry I hit the scroll wheel on accident. As her
3: older sister, I voice my concerns, but my sister says, We'll talk about it. We'll think about it. And that's it. Here's my question Should I have a big talk with her about my concern? Should I also ask or talk with her new fiance and ask if he would be willing to raise the children both Jewish and Catholic? Which I'm not sure is a thing. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's only one guy Um, that ever did
2: that, and he just happened to be God. Yep. (laughs) So should I take
3: the high road and keep my mouth shut since they're now engaged? Thanks. Hmm. Well, if she's... Oh, wait, hold on. Is she out of the faith now?
2: Uh, the sister's engaged. Is uh, she, like... It, 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 I don't think there was a statement made about her faithfulness to Catholicism. It seems like that there's enough faith that the sister thinks that there's a chance that the kids can be raised Catholic. So it's not like she's completely okay. out. But yeah. I don't think that it's a... Like, she's a practicing Catholic, and she's with a practicing Jew... And there's a question. I think they're cheese with a lapsed Catholic and maybe a lapsed, lapsed Jew. Catholic with a
3: lapsed Jew. Yes. Yeah. The, this is a great yeah, setup and the, and... to
2: a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's what I think about this. So, yeah, it says he doesn't practice his religion anymore. Yeah. so But he wants to raise the kids Jewish. Man.
3: That sounds like he just wants to do the
2: things. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Um you can be wants Jewish. To get the what's it called? You can be culturally Jewish and also Catholic, I feel like. Am I wrong?
3: Uh you cannot uh do the rites of Judaism. Sure. You can't like you sure. can get circumcised but you can't like do like a ceremonial circumcision That's or true. like yeah. celebrate Passover in a meaningful way or Which is kind
2: of a bummer. Know. Because, like, imagine, imagine they go to Mass and celebrate Passover that way. How electric that would be. It would be an electric factory. So, yeah, you can't really... But it's your sister. You know, It would be different if, like, the woman herself was writing it. But it's your sister. So, something that we talk about a lot on this show is you can't... It's not your responsibility. Like, you are not in charge of other people's adherence to the Catholic faith. Especially when it comes to how they're marrying and how they're having kids and whether or not they're baptizing their kids. That's all in God's control. You just can't control. do it, yeah. It's just not your yep. job. So you you voiced your concerns. And this is what I always say that I think people don't realize. It's like your sister probably knows what you think about the whole thing. She probably has a good idea that you think that she should get married in the church and that you should, she should raise her, raise her kids Catholic. She's marrying this guy, whether you like it or not. And so how she will interpret a big talk about the faith will be, she will interpret it as you disagreeing with her choice to marry this guy. And that's like, because she's like, when you marry someone, it's like, this is a part, this person is a part of me now. Like, so you attack the, the way that she's getting married, you're attacking the guy by extension, which means you're attacking her. And I just don't think it would go as well as you think it would probably
3: i think you're thinking of this in best case scenario
2: yeah
3: and you need to like weigh the pros and cons you gotta be thinking worst case here (laughs) the pro what are the what are the cons of you getting involved you worst case scenario you alienate your sister from your family and from the church right best case scenario you end her relationship doesn't sound like a great scenario. Right. It doesn't sound like your sister's going to enjoy this conversation regardless of what happens. Yeah. And it's like you're not going to convince her. I don't know. You, I don't know. Just, you could talk to her. You could. I don't Probably know what your not.
2: relationship is. You have to use prudence, you know, because we might not know the whole story, but
3: Are you the kind of older sister where she listens to everything you say and she really trusts you? Like, or are yeah, you the yeah, kind you guys of older a great, sister? Deep relationship. Yeah.
2: Are you like Lorelei and Rory from Gilmore Girls?
3: Are you are you the kind of older brother and younger sister that are most older siblings and younger siblings where if you tell them to do something it's going to go over like a ton of bricks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... like a lead balloon. Sorry, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> lead balloon, the wrong ton of bag. Of bricks, whatever it is, going to uh, go over like a lead Zeppelin.
2: There is a analyze your motivations because a lot of times we want to fix these things. We get a lot of questions like this where people are like, I have a person in my life who is doing this. What do I do? Are you trying to fix this so that you don't have any dissonance in your life? Or are you fixing this because you are like super concerned about this person's immortal soul? Now I don't doubt that you care about this person's immortal soul, but a lot of times when people are asking these questions is because I don't know how to love someone who's not in my religion, you know? Like, that's really the question. It's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do if this person who's supposed to be Catholic all of a sudden is not Catholic. And like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna love them? How am I gonna interact with them? They're, they're gonna be different from me. And that's like scary, but it's actually not the end of the world, you know? Like, it's not, you, you have to trust that God is in control and not you. And I think a lot of times, I'm not saying you're doing this, but a lot of times when people are having these thoughts, having these feelings, and they're like, oh, this would be the, war- the end of... Like, a lot of the parents is like, oh, my kids aren't Catholic, or my grandkids aren't Catholic. It's like, well, have you entrusted them to the Lord Jesus Christ? Or you? do you think that it's your responsibility to make them Catholic and keep them Catholic? Uh, Hard. It's, really, it's just like a tough thing, you know? So, I, that just would be my thought, is... Trust that God is in control and that they have a long life ahead of them. They're getting married probably young, probably 20s, 30s. Like they got 60 years for God to do something. Uh, and even then, he might do more later after, you know, the old, so uh, who's to say, right? His mercy yeah, is knows? infinite. So I don't know, man.
3: I'm all podcasted out for the day. Aw, Patrick tired. I would tell you. He's Patrick's weepy. tired. He's a sweepy Patrick's... Steve. <laughs> has to do his real job so so does ethan
2: yeah yeah we gotta go to patreon.com slash the crunch so that patrick stops uh signaling to me unceremoniously that he's done podcasting so that we can podcast all the time i
3: would want nothing more than to podcast all the time with my pal ethan Unfortunately.
2: <laughs> Patreon.com slash the crunch is where you can go. If you want to support us and you can listen to our third episode that we upload every single week, we do three episodes a week. The third one always goes out on Patreon for the people who support us $10 a month and up. That's where you should go. If you like what we're doing and you want to hear more, uh, thank you for listening to this episode and this podcast.
3: Thank you all for listening. Wait, you got to ask me if Wait, I have anything else for the people. Ethan, do you have anything else for the people?
2: I think that James Cameron could have saved the Titanic. And I also think that if you just give the reins over, uh, the ship wheel over to Jam- James Cameron, the James Cameron of this, of your, if you give it over to Jesus, he can save the relationship like how James Cameron could save the Titanic. Amen.
3: Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you all next time.